Yo, 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 it's your boy Sneaky from R&R, recognition and respect. Tune in every Monday from 8 to 9 to catch up with me and my adventures and hear from my guests, ranging from artists to entrepreneurs and much, much more. Catch us every Monday of the week on the west side of the after party. See you at the party, y'all. How is everybody doing out there? I hope you're doing well on this beautiful Monday evening. It has been two weeks since my last show. I'm so sorry. It completely slipped my mind that it was Memorial Day and we weren't going to have a show, so I didn't let y'all know. I still showed up to the studio <laughs> thinking we had a show. Um, my guest canceled on me. I put together get another guest last minute only to find out it wasn't going to go down. But I still had a bunch of adventures I want to fill you in on. Um, the Memorial Scholarship Fund, in the name of my father, was uh, presented a couple weeks ago. I got the opportunity to present it to a high school student who's going to go to UCI and wants to become a doctor and had a above 4.0 grade point average while excelling in athletics and having extracurricular services. She's a beast. We gave her 500 bucks and a laptop, and uh, it's dope. Uh, it, it's it was very emotional. Um, you know, there's a a history of service in my family, and it's great that like the legacy of my father gets to live on in this really cool way where we get to inspire the next generation. So, I cried. I gave a speech. It was dope. People clapped. Homegirl's gonna have a laptop. Five bills ain't shit in college. Trust me, I went. Um, <laughs> but a laptop, damn, you can use a laptop. Damn, I still have the same laptop from college. Still making me money. Still making me money. Still. Um, hip hops. You know, the last episode had my boy Face in here. We talked about hip hops. It was freaking dope turnout. Uh, there was a little cipher session. I got to rap. Uh, Face and Barlos finally gave me some respect on the mic because they were like, well, we know you can freestyle in the studio, Whoa. but you know, we didn't know if you could freestyle out there. And so now they know. You had to show now, none of these motherfuckers know. <laughs> so if you're listening, I'm nice on the mic. Yeah. Get it. Um, what else did we do? Oh, the, a deity was there. Um, she did some badass art. I will be posting some videos, images later. Her can control, she was using like can, like spray can, but the final product looked like she'd used a brush. Like it was so smooth. Oh, like she was doing like distance spray, yeah, close deity. She's deity. like, yeah, uh, wow. she's online. I don't have her at, but if you follow me at official sneaky or sneaky ENT, I will be posting up stuff about her leading up to the next hip hops. Don't forget, I'll be there hosting for my birthday. I got the okay. I might even do a track or some shit. Yeah. So, you know, it's going to be uh, the second to last stop on my birthday circuit, which um, we just started. So on Tuesday of this past week, uh, we kicked off the birthday circuit. I was in SD at the space bar. I had a lot of homies come through from the area, support. They bought merch. I was able to make my gas money back. So it Always didn't good. cost me anything Always to good. go and come back. <laughs> uh, yeah. We did herstory, which uh, turnout wasn't what I expected, but according to the bar, it was a good night for a Thursday. All the performances were on point. Like every woman who touched the stage, like brought fire. Azay got to do a DJ set that was like groovy and funky, and it was like beautiful. And she was having fun up there, and 
all the spoken word, like spoken word was great, and the rap was great, and the people who sang were great. Everybody was great. Everybody was great. And um, I almost feel bad that not more people were there because I feel like they missed out on something. Like everybody who was there, was even point. though it wasn't all like packed, they got to witness something special that they probably won't get to see like that same lineup in that small of an environment for that cheap of a price. Like that might not happen again. So yeah, and when they blow up, you can remember when you saw them in a private venue. And there was nobody there. Exactly. Yeah, so um, that was dope. And then Friday night, I finally like got to pop bottles and turned up Gemini season in full effect. June 1st, we were out there in Long Beach. Shout out to AO and the crew. I want to thank uh, Roxana and Rose and Brandon and Nessa for all coming out and celebrating my birthday with me and just helping me like you know enjoy life and live it up. And then I went to the weekend, and I got to, I, I went to the weekend, so <laughs> I got to finish up the weekend in San Diego. Damn, imagine if I went to the weekend. I was going to say, you went to the weekend, bro. No, it's not done. No, I got to finish up the weekend in San Diego, alumni weekend, UC San Diego. Uh, I always love spending time with my alumni fam. They actually booked me to DJ a 40 under 40 event, so it was 40 alumni under the age of 40 who are already changing the world, who are already doing big things, and they're still young and super inspiring because I was kind of like got to be part of that. I'm under 40, and I was like DJing. I wasn't actually on stage being honored, <laughs> but I was like being praised as a dope DJ. I so, like how you, know, you throw that out. I'm under 40. I'm under 40. <laughs> I'm not changing the world just yet, but I'm still under 40, y'all. Um, so, yeah, thank you, my Triton fam. Thank you, Cliff. Thank you, Eliza, for uh, – always supporting me and you know toss me work whenever you can and having me come back and i love uc san diego i love campus uh, i love all the people there and uh, it's always a recharge i got to go to a padres game for free uh got to walk around petco before it was even open like free royalty food. this weekend bro dude i was you know what i took some w's dog took some l's i, I, I took that. some w's dog. i was I like it just w's. sounds like good 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 hey man you know uh universe is all about balance and so I'm out here trying to Thanos the fuck out of it. You know? <laughs> um, so, thank you. Those are, that was my adventure time. A lot of good times. Um, a lot of dope stuff coming up. And I just it came from a planning meeting. You'll be hearing more about that. The LA Festival. Uh, a lot of big um, updates on all that. So, I'll be giving you that as it comes. But right now, I took too much time talking about myself. And I want to get to my uh, beautifully handsome, ugly guest right here. <laughs> I like <laughs> guy, that. I like that. Guy you've been, that guy's been chiming in throughout the whole intro. Uh, his name is Jose. Yes, also sir. goes by Sesh Studio. Sesh Studio. Say what's up Sesh to the Shoe. peeps. What's up, people? How you guys doing? Sesh Studio here. I'm a music producer. I'm glad to be on the show. Dope. And so we're going to start off in the most generic way that we start off every show. I love it. Uh, Sesh, if someone came up to you randomly in the street and say, hey, bro, what do, what do you do? How would you answer and answer any way that you feel? I would say I'm a producer with uh, history in performing. Uh, I've been a lead singer for a band for was over 12 years now, uh, producing music now. I'm also an electrician by trade, um, and I'm following my passion at the moment, which is music. Dope. So you talked about a band, and we should probably, for full disclosure, <laughs> we used to um, be in a band together. Right, we used to be in a band together. <laughs> and uh, that's actually how I know you. And so, yeah, you're not a stranger. Ma that many years ago. Many moons, many moons. Um, so 12 years. I think it's more than that, to be honest with you. I think it's 13. 13 years performing in a band. Yes, sir. And uh, is that still happening? Well, recently I, I, I had to let the band go, you know, uh, personal reasons, you know, 
you know, people grow out of certain situations and mainly to pursue my dream. I mean, I also am not in that band anymore, so I right. do know. Right. That sometimes you get, <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Honestly, I think I have to touch on this. We we talked about it a little bit pre- yeah. pre-show, but um, was that hard? Was that like 13 years of doing this thing that was like fun and energetic and not to like kiss ass or anything, but that band is doing pretty well. Y'all got opportunities to play in other states, right. other countries. Like, I mean, from all like most basic metrics, it was a successful project that anybody might Agreed. have wanted. Like a lot of people do a lot of stupid things to be in that band now, <laughs> right. which you could talk about later or, or not. But um, yeah, was that hard? Yeah. Yeah, it was hard because it was like uh it was like a relationship that you've been in for a long time that wasn't really working out, but you know you're supposed to do something, so it's hard. It hurts, you know. It's like it's 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 your baby. It's not only because of the music, all the people that I was work, making music with are uh, friends from high school. We we both know them. Uh, right, right. Great guys. Yeah. Work hard. I grew up with a lot of those guys. Grew up with them. Uh, yeah. We went through a lot of you know Bullshit hard together. moments yeah, together. Yeah, definitely. So yeah, it was hard. It was it was really hard. It's, it it felt like like leaving a girlfriend. You know, like. Yeah. Like wow, I really, I really have to do this. So yeah, the answer is it was, it was very hard. And so now you're producing and recording, and you're more. You kind of put the performer hat. You hung the performer hat up a little bit. Momentarily, I have another project coming up. I I can't be without playing music. Right. So I have another reggae project coming out. We don't have a band name that's set fully yet, but you guys can keep your eyes open. I'll be posting it on my Insta. Anybody that's interested, you can check us out. So I have a okay. reggae project coming out that's still in the works. So for okay. now, I'm hanging it up. I'll be back. And, uh, and just for people that don't know, uh, you played in a hardcore ska reggae yeah, band. Yeah, La Pobresca was, was the band I played in. Yeah. So you're kind of, you're not going too far away from what you've been doing no. for the past 13 years. You're kind of, it's not the same thing, but it's close it's similar i mean reggae and ska being related or you know coming from each other right so yeah i mean the vibe is very similar but obviously reggae is a little more kickback and not as high energy right you're not festive. screaming as much you're not you're not like there's you're not going to be doing walls of death <laughs> no pro- probably not i mean i guess unless the reggae fans are on some weird on some weird yeah shit. yeah okay i don't see a wall of death at a reggae show so your performer for life uh you got out of a very long band now you're putting together a new project we will be looking out for that i reconnected with you and that's a good way to put it because we we did go a long time without speaking and it wasn't because we were on bad terms or anything life living yeah you were doing your thing you're married you're you're, happily married you were shout out my wife daniel you had a uh you did have a career that was like a nine to fiver type deal yes, sir. that was like taking up a lot of your time and you were trying to do music on the side. Yep. So you didn't have a lot of time for friends and social. And so I get that. No hard feelings. Absolutely right. Um, but just to give our listeners a little backstory, um, when I moved back to L.A. and I was trying to do the music thing full time, uh, I forgot. I think it might have been Abe. Someone told me. It was Abe. It was yeah. Abe because you told me. Okay, so right. the guitarist from your band, a.k.a. my best friend right. of fucking 15 years, told me that you were 
starting to produce beats and then you were getting into like production and doing hip hop. Right. Well, shit. I mean, I, again, I, again, again, Cause, again, because we can go back and say how we used to do that right. shit before the band. <laughs> but that's like another story. Yeah. yeah. Too so, long. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, you are in my bio, though, on my website as like the person that first started doing hip hop. with. You're late. You're oh, listed there. Yeah. I'm honored. What's yeah. Up? Well, I figure, you know, got to give Sesh. Sesh has to get some love somehow. And <laughs> there's, there's a process here. Um, so. I found out you were doing production for hip hop again. I was doing hip hop. I reached out to you. We connected and we just started booming. And one of the first things that we really, well, at least from my eyes, one of the first things that we both said that kind of made us realize that we were going to do stuff together is that we had both quit our jobs. Right. And I think that's like, um, that was the moment. That's a theme in this, in this podcast. That's a theme of this. There's a oh, the theme. people that sit there's in these theme chairs. The people that sit in these chairs tend not to be able to hold normal jobs for some reason. Not because they can't. Well, I mean, I think they can't. They they just, they're want. so miserable when yeah. they're holding them. <laughs> so that's when we had this epiphany that, okay, we're both serious about this shit. And I think like, this is, that's like two sacrifices. So first you quit the job, which was making you legit money. Yes. You have a wife. You're obviously have aspirations to live on your own and have your own place and do your own thing. But you're just like, fuck that. I can't do. So you just stop that. And then you start doing production and you're still in the band. But then the band is like, I can't do this. Either. So you have two back to back. Can you kind of like walk us through what the fuck Absolutely. is going on right there? So basically what happened was uh, I, I was an electrician, like I said. I was doing solar. Solar, just let's keep it short. It's hot. It's on an uneven surface. It's very dangerous, and it takes a toll on your body. Okay. Needless to say, I got injured a couple of times. It's not sustainable. It's not no, sir, I, no longevity. No, sir. I that. do not see myself on a roof at 50 years old. Right. That sounds, um, sounds right. Um, uh, had a few close calls falling not fell but i had a close call like where you're like oh shit i could have died right like you, like I, saved yourself right like that that was that close sweat, enough like right that sweat was coming out your that heart was close was like, enough and you know that wasn't the turning point but i wasn't happy things weren't working out the way i wanted to um when i'm happy is when i'm creating when i'm brainstorming when i'm making music so i had to leave it was it was that simple it wasn't working out things in my life were pointing at hey are you going to pay your bills and be content or are you going to struggle in life and be happy? Because there is such thing. Right. And so I chose to struggle, struggle and be happy. And especially because I have the support of my family, friends, you know, I keep company that's serious and creative and is pushing it like yourself. Right. Thank you. For and, that. and, that. you know, and so everything was pointing me in that direction and I tend to pay attention. You know yeah. what I mean? If life is telling you this isn't working out, you make a change. Right. And I think, like, I mean, sometimes, too, people just fall into things and they need to, like, embrace that because, like, it happened to my brother. It kind of happened to me. I mean, some could say we were doing music. You know, we could have got the message back then. Right. But we didn't, but we didn't. <laughs> get it back then, right? Cause, and, and most of it is fear-based, right? Right. Or, oh, you know, your parents, like... Well, they're instilling fear in you. <laughs> exactly. You <laughs> yeah. need to go to college because you need a good job. job and it's, you're gonna it's, be broke it may forever. be true, but there's other ways. Right. Happiness right. is not just money. Cool. And so after that, um, things were uh, good with the band at that point. Um, and I was investing time and practicing and things like that. Um, how long has this been going on? Like, how long did you go? Did you quit your job? Now, it's about a year. About a year. But I didn't go legit until 
recently. With and my how business. long were you doing the hip hop production on the side before you quit the job? Man, that's a hard question because basically I did it whenever I had the time, whenever I, the inspiration struck me, whenever but I. But you were doing it while you were in yeah, the band? Yeah, absolutely. Like for. Yeah, years, like I would maybe? make beats on my own just for me that I wouldn't shop around or show other rappers or pull people in because I didn't have, you know, the, the studio setup that I have now, got the it, resources, the network of people that I could reach out to. Because I was in the ska scene, I was singing for La Pobreska. And you were kind of just like... And uh, I was going to work. You were like a bedroom producer at that point. Absolutely. Got it. So, you quit. You're doing... The band's good. Right. You're doing some production stuff on the side. Still for fun? Still fun at this point? Still for fun. So, Um, are you still Already contemplating, okay, maybe I Are you thinking the band's going to be a thing still right now? Were you thinking that you were going to quit the job to do the band full-time? Or did you know... No. Well, yeah, I thought I I was going to quit. I was going to keep the band thing going, you know, given that everything worked and was favorable on my part. And, you know, everything was working out with the group. And I would do what I'm doing now also with the band. It just didn't work out that way. Um, to, there's a lot of guys of us, you know, we're all great guys. I get along with everybody. I still don't have any hard feelings with anyone. But our priorities and our time, you know, didn't necessarily match well. And so I had to part ways and dedicate my focus where I felt that my time was being productive. Or you were seeing results. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And so I had to leave just. On a good note, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you didn't want to get to that resentful. Absolutely not. I hate you guys. No, I love, stage. I love these guys, man. And you right. know, it's, it's to and this day I still you know, and they miss, and I miss them. them. And yeah, it's it's, it's, it's still all love, there. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I went to a I went to a practice recently, and it's just not the same. If Azel, if you're listening, I'm sorry, bro. It's just not the same. Oh, is that right? You went? Yeah, I went to the lockout in Vernon to like here before these last couple shows they uh-huh. were having practice i was in the area i had a uh, my homegirl was filming for the documentary invited her over to film she wasn't really interested in filming so i was like you know what i'm just gonna go see my friends hadn't seen them in right. a while um saw a bunch of people in there who were not my friends <laughs> it's also <laughs> funny um but yeah it's uh, i mean it, it takes some time you know it, it is what it is time, right yeah the band maybe you know it's it's rocky if i left there's it takes some time for whoever the new members are to kind of get a feel for each other um yeah i i don't know exactly what it's like but i would imagine it takes time to adjust yeah adjust, that's a good way to put it yeah it's going to take some time to adjust because they're you know they're all new and stuff so let's talk about what you're doing today we reconnected and I told you, hey, I'm trying to do this rap shit. And you're like, hey, I am trying to sell beats. Like, let's team up and you help me push my beats and I'll make you some rap shit. I don't know if we actually had that conversation. That's it pretty went, much how it, it went. went. It went something like that. It, I mean, when we talked, it was more like you told me, hey, you know, I'm being serious about this. And no offense, you know, you know, how I am, bro. We got to keep it real. First thing that went through my mind was. Is he being serious? Is he going to walk <laughs> like he talks, right? Yeah. And that's a fair question. Right. And I think anybody who listens, who has somebody come to me, like, yo, I'm legit. I'm real. Don't you, believe the you hype. Got, you can't. You can't. You can't. You got to vet your information. You got to do your research. And that's kind of what's been cool about my journey is that people will actually do their research on me and then be like, oh, you are legit. Right. <laughs> you You've are been doing the yeah, 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 yeah. So that's definitely a good point to make. Um, so then what, when so, did you find out that like – That you were for real? Yeah. It wasn't a moment. I think we were working on some music and 
I was in a mindset of I'm not here to fuck around, even though we fuck around all the time. Right, right. And I noticed that we were on the same mindset. I looked over. You were dead serious. You were in your lyrics. I was in the beat doing my thing. And I was like, okay, this this is going to work out. This is not two guys trying to hang out and, and have kill fun time. And kill, yeah, yeah, and do something right. that. We're like, trying to be productive. To be productive, right. Right, because everybody goes to the studio. Or they want to go. Or they Everybody wanna wants go. to go to the studio, but they don't know what they're going to do when they're there. Right. Yeah. Or they're not willing to sit there for a full day. Or which, they don't want to hear sucks. the same beat over and over and over which again. you have to. You have to. You have to. <laughs> I don't care how much. You know, yeah. uh, if you guys don't know, I mean, do some research. Go find out how long your artist, you know. Your how favorite much, artist, Your yeah. favorite artist. Go find out how much time that person spends in the studio. I guarantee it's days. For an album, it's months. Well, I think uh, <laughs> my favorite example is Kamasi Washington, a saxophone player for, uh, to, pimp, to, to Pimp a Butterfly. Okay. He did, he's on Flying Lotus's label. His, some of his songs were in the soundtrack for Ocean's movies. Um, Beast. He has a three-hour record that he made like five years ago, and it barely came out like, or he made it like 10, 8 years ago. It barely came out 5 years ago. Like years after he made right. it, he had to go on tour and play it. And he was like over it already. Like because he had been. It's just been so played. But it, not, it hadn't come out yet. He hadn't really like. So he had to go and tour it. And he did an interview where he's like, yeah, like it was not really cool to have to go play these songs that I had had for years already. Like I was kind of over it. But like. That's the job, like. Be honest with you, I can relate. I mean, with the band. <laughs> yeah, it was. A, yeah. Right? I mean, I'm not, <laughs> not here to, to bash. Yeah, we're not right? trying and to it's bash. And it's not. It's not. It's not my band. It's every single band. You get over the songs because you play them so many times, but you still owe it to the public to put on that face, and put on the energy, show, play that one song they want to hear, and, and play it like it's you know the, like like the it's last the first, time you, or first yeah. or last time you're ever gonna play it. You know. Yeah, yeah. Or if it's like the last time they're ever gonna hear it. And how it's going to be burned they came, in. It's a job. Yeah, and it's a job. People forget that. They paid money to come and see you. Right. Handle your business. So, so yeah. we have been working on a project um, for a while now, like six months. Five months? Five something months, like that. something yeah. like that. Um, it's not anywhere close to being done, so don't get excited, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Again, we just said that. It takes time. Yeah, it takes time. We've been listening to sh- this like. Yeah. Yeah, that's that. I don't Too know. many times. Yeah, there's some. Yeah, it's, it's, and that's what happens when you do sample beats. Is that like the back and forth? The samples give you a vibe, and then you try to match the vibe, and then they, the new combination is a vibe, and then it might not be the vibe. And you were everything for. needs to come together. The yeah. music, the track, the vo- the voice, the tone. Right. So let's talk about um, one thing that I really liked about you. The moment that I kind of knew, I was like, oh shit, this was going hard. Is like. You were putting out like a beat a week or something, and not just the in beat, the yeah. but like a graphic <laughs> that had like some kind of like <clears throat> animation. Like you were, you know, there were like your Instagram promotion was going hard, and you even schooled me on like how to get my numbers up and how to post and this, this <laughs> and that. So like, I was just wondering if you could touch on kind of like because we've had guests on to talk about research. You know, like, do your research on your product. Do your research on your craft. Like, cannot stress that enough. What was the research that you were doing as a beat making producer, trying to sell beats, and maybe touch on the whole process of like logo and website and branding um, yeah. and beat store and 
yeah. flow flow chart LLCs of how you get people there and schedules. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right, yeah. Whiteboards so, and so basically, when you try to become an entrepreneur, you get forced into situations. I'll give you guys an example. I mean, if you want to be a producer, first thing you need is a brand because who's gonna remember you? you need how an, are they gonna remember? Or you? how are they gonna remember you? You need an image. You need a name. You need a website. Obviously, I am not a computer programmer. I don't design, you know, websites, but I had to do the research between YouTube videos, Google, Yahoo Answers, anything I can get, cross-referencing information before I went out and did it to make sure that the consensus is X, Y, and Z and executed. So I had to learn how to design a logo. I had to learn how to make a visual, you know, graphic. I had to learn how to apply custom images and superimpose them onto something else. Um, and is that because you didn't have the budget to pay for that stuff? I like didn't have the budget or the resources. So if you had access, would you have outsourced all that stuff to people? Depending where I would be. So if I'm in the be if you are out there and you're in the beginning of your journey, it's better for you to learn what you're going to expect from someone else so that you know what they have to do. If you're going to go out and get a graphic designer, at least you should have tried to do the graphic design so you can appreciate the value that that person is bringing to you. It goes the same with anything else. Go out and try to do something and then pay somebody to do it. It's going to be done better, but sometimes you can't afford it and you need to keep the ball rolling. Right. It's and not I, just one job. And I tell that with people, and I'm pretty sure you hear this all the time. We both have studios. We both record artists. I'm not really in the business of... Um, artist development that's not really what i do i like to work with established folks who have like years already under the belt right and i and one of my main like one of my biggest pet peeves is when someone wants to they want to come in the studio and they're like i i know i'm good i, I like I, I got i got bars i can sing whatever whatever it's like i just need someone to like cut a sample for me and loop a beat and record me and auto-tune me. And I'm like, do you know how much work you just uh, that, asked me to do? You just described yeah. uh, a full day of work of somebody that already knows what they're doing. So if you don't know what you're doing, that's going to take you a long time. Right. And so I, my response to them is like, show me what you've done already on your own. Show me the shitty Bluetooth mic yes. recordings that you yes. did in your closet. Yes. Show me your garage band files. Show me what Absolutely. show me what you've done to see if it's even worth you coming to my studio on my time because then i'll know if you actually know how long this this pro like this process is going to take that's a long process i like, mean to put it in very simply if you don't value your time how are you going to value somebody else's yeah that's pretty that's like it's the golden career. rule that's like the golden rule right it's like time is money and value is money's value and time is value and and even then i mean sometimes time isn't money sometimes time is you're taking away the love and affection that you could be sharing with your family and making a sacrifice to be somewhere and if that's what you're doing and you're willing to do that to pursue your dream you should give it a hundred <laughs> yeah and i think that's that's something that I feel like I don't really relate to because I'm still single with no kids. But I had Face in here, and he's a family man. He has three kids. And so, like, yeah, when he comes out here to do an interview, he's not spending time with his oh, family. Yeah, like, if he's, when he's, he's going out to do shows, away. he's not with his girl. You know what I mean? So, like, there's definitely – it's a sacrifice. And some people are, are – obviously, everybody's sacrifice, sacrificing something. Not everybody has the same story. Exactly. But you all you have to be willing to put that thing in that you want to do, whether it's like 
go out with your friends or sit around and get right, high right. or you got to be willing You're gonna to not give up do something. that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not going to be successful and not give up something very important to you. That's not going to happen. Right. It's, <laughs> that's just not the way just, it works. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh. it's just you got you to gotta put in the work. Put in the work. There's no shortcuts. That's the big – that's one thing I could tell people is there's no shortcuts. You have to work for every inch you get. Like, right. Every – Every time you move forward, you it's, need to work. They don't call it grinding right. for nothing. Like, <laughs> it's not just a cool phrase. That's not a cool phrase. It is a metaphor for what you're actually doing to your body. Putting like, in work. Yeah. So uh, we're getting to the halfway point of our show, and this is kind of where I want to transition into um, failures, uh, strategies, audibles, having to rethink. We were talking about you're in the process of – a rebrand, which is myself. like something, you know, like it's a common thing that everybody thinks that they have this idea and that's the, that's the idea. The that's going to be the one and I'm going to keep it forever. And, you know, they get to a point where they got to rethink the strategy and there's like fear and there's like uncertainty Always, yeah. and there, you know, there's some comfort level of you already having that thing and it's done and you don't want to read you know so like i uh, i think it's important for people to hear that like hey it's it's, you don't really like so just share the rebrand why why it's so important to you how the psychological thing you told me about how like it's keeping like i i think that shit's important i think we should talk about that um what psychological part the positivity the part where you were saying that you don't think you're going as hard because you're not actually proud oh, of great the- so so the reason i'm rebranding myself right now is because i have a logo that doesn't represent or convey the idea of a music studio it actually doesn't have a musical note it, simply put it has nothing musical about it it's just a face i thought it was a uh, i thought it was like a team mascot like i thought it could have right. easily been like a sports team or totally understandable a clothing brand or even like a halloween costume like correct <laughs> i'm not sure what it could have been and that's not him hating fam you know that's it's really it's a face it's basically a lion's face without the mane that i made myself i'm not a graphic designer i'm not an artist i can't draw uh, that being said you know i pushed hard did the best i could and you look cool it, it looks gonna, all right. I'm not gonna lie. Like, it had it had something it about had it. Something. I didn't tell you it was complete crap. No. Which I would have been super comfortable to Absolute, tell you. Like, and you, as you should. I, you know, and like when you did the graphics and put the music and on the on the website with like the the shaking, the like the vibrate, the glitch. Like, it was cool. Right. But like you said, it doesn't say shit about what you do. Absolutely. So, um, the reason this came about is because I planned on getting business cards, getting a shirt getting a custom hat done so that when I go out, I'm looking fly, I'm representing my brand, I talk to the right people, by looking at me, they can tell I'm in music, I'm making something. Or conversation starter, whatever, or whatever it, it is. Yeah. I had nothing. So if I'm out here networking and I have nothing to show, it's you're working backwards. You're not networking. You're not networking. You're you're, nobody's going to remember <laughs> your face. Yeah. You're just some guy they talk to. So With a beard. Right, some guy a with a beard and a hat. and Kind of chubby. Yeah. Kind of cute, you know? I mean, I don't know about the last part, but yeah, kind of cute, whatever. <laughs> you know, so basically, um, I wasn't going out and doing what I was supposed to be doing, meaning hanging out with Sneaky, shaking hands, meeting the people. Doing right, right, right. Because, again. Or like finding rappers to buy beats from you or going to shows. Any and, and all of that. Yeah, yeah. Anything that had to do with Or music. even selling some shit, right? Exactly. Because, like, if you had the merch and maybe people think it's cool. 
Right. They, they see it. They want to buy it. They'll remember you me. You can take some pre-orders, whatever the hell, right? Exactly. So if if I'm not out there or confidently going out, I started reflecting, which is part of being an entrepreneur. Why am I not moving forward confidently with this when I'm pushing my beats? I'm learning all these skills. I'm learning, you know, search you're engine at optimization. Stuff's, your stuff's good. It's not like, you know, you've heard good feedback. Yes. People have wanted to do work with you. You yep. sold some beats. Yep. You're obviously a talented musician. Appreciate that. Multiple years in the game of performance and Appreciate recording that. and production. So obviously you have a lot of ducks in the row, but you're not out there on the exactly. streets. Exactly. So what what good does it do me to have the skills that I have or, or just to be around the people that I have if I'm if myself, me and my brand standing alone isn't enough. It has to be. You know what I mean? You have to be able to stand alone with your brand and show that. If you're not, you need to ask yourself, why not? That's what I did reflected and i said it's because i'm not confident in the image that's representing me there's nothing about that image that says music producer quality music musician or anything so you have to assess who cares if i spend two days who cares if i spend a week on that design if it's gonna make you money yeah right so don't be afraid to go back tell yourself your design was shitty Tell yourself you need to gain some skills. Watch some YouTube videos. Stop being lazy. Stop watching the Kardashians. And get your ass in front of a computer and put in the work. You know, hey that's, dog, let's just keep it real. Family Feud, Kardashians edition. Hey, don't fuck celebrity with Family Feud, bro. Celebrity, I didn't say Family Feud. Celebrity, I Family Feud, Kanye <laughs> oh, West man. and the Kardashians. Hey. I don't know, man. Dog, why you got to throw that name out right? Uh, We're having a good, uh, you know, everything's, you know. You know what, fool? I still love Ye. <laughs> I'm sorry. You can, I, hey. I know he. I I feel no, like no judgment, bro. Look, I'm just gonna for full disclosure. I was super anti Kanye for like a good three to four weeks, like like a month. I was like, like yeah, uh, yeah. I heard his new record. It's trash. It's so. Tr- and I didn't want to listen to it. I was getting a haircut. Barber put it on. Had no choice. I was in the shop. I was in the barbershop. What I, are you going to say? I, Change this bro, shit? I told my wife, I'm not fucking listening. Yeah, this. you know what? I didn't put it on. <laughs> I didn't pay no money to hear it. So whatever. It's bad. Okay, it's bad. Um, but a homie is obviously going through some mental health issues. Yeah. A homie is obviously. I mean, that's undeniable. Still coming. He, I, I feel like in, his, in my heart of hearts, I think in his heart of hearts, he's still coming from that same beautiful place where he's trying to bring something to people but like you know my, like my the heart to the head like that connection where not, it actually comes out the mouth and it's like it's not there's like it's not he's blocked up you know there's I a lot of a like, little the, differently bro i mean i like i i can tell the guy's going through some shit mm-hmm. obviously i mean everybody can see that but I think most of it is trolling, man. I mean, think about the timing, man. And I—that's—that's that's my take. You know, if I mean, and if you're gonna use words and phrases like you use to sell a CD, man. Look, man, I was hey, on the boat. You know? Like, I, I, I definitely, you know, like as a person who does marketing, it's a great marketing gimmick. I can it see is. how you see that angle. Um, but you know, there's. The human There's side. layers to this shit. Yeah. And I was listening to Candace Owens on Joe Rogan's podcast. Yeah. And she's annoying as Oh, my fuck. God. But, you know, like when she wasn't fucking yeah. on her conservative talking yeah, points, yeah. sounding like a full shill of, for, the, shit. for the right. Yeah. It went like <laughs> up until the part where she started saying she doesn't believe in global warming. I was like giving her the shot. I was giving her the benefit of the doubt. Ryan, um, I, don't, I don't believe in the ocean. Yeah, it's not there. It's there though. It's not. No, it's you not. I don't. Believe, I don't care how much research. I don't you show believe me. in round things. I see them everywhere, but the <laughs> Earth is definitely flat. Um, 
<laughs> so look, yeah, Kanye, yeah. Kanye, Kanye side. Obviously, there's 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 levels to this yeah. shit. It could be a marketing gimmick. Rose. He could legitimately feel like the Democratic Party fucked black people over. You know he, that he might not know something we don't. Yeah, I mean, Bill Clinton definitely did. You know, father that bill, and Hillary did call them super predators, True. and there True. were, there's levels to this True. shit. No, it's that, complex. I can't say no. And right. honestly, I was, I, I was, I was quick to judge. I was, I'll, I'll admit it are, are online. I'll are admit it all? right here. This will go down. I, I was quick to judge. I'm still and waiting. I'm, I'm still waiting. Know, I'm waiting. I haven't. My mind's not made up. Okay. I still don't agree with a lot of the shit he said. I understand it was taken out of context, but still the words themselves. Oh, like that slavery was a choice? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that? Fuck shit, man. That's... Yes. No. No, <laughs> Kanye. No. Um, you know? Yeah. Maybe, maybe he was trying to get something else across. Maybe he was trying to be on that Bob Marley, you know? Again, look. Devil's, ad- devil's advocate here, bro. Look, devil's advocate, right? I, right? I hear what you're saying. Right. But a man that is good with words spoke that way i'm sorry man yeah, yeah. what you do for a living is put words together but that the, the record is not well put together oh, no. the latest record was not I well mean, put together the words are not there there's not a lot of words like yeah yeah okay all right i don't know how we got on this tangent i'm bringing yeah, back yeah, yeah. really bring really it didn't. back i'm gonna bring it back all right where were we little hip-hop venting beeps all right um so uh we're talking about Marketing, and branding, strategy. sacrifices, willing the willingness to start over, the willingness to start over. The willing, it's really the willingness to admit your mistakes. Because me following that brand and putting all that work behind that design that I made was a mistake. It was a mistake because I and put, I did tell you y- yes from you day did. one I was because like because I put a lot of energy and momentum behind it and it could have went further and did a little more for me if I would have had the right image to portray. You know, the representation of my brand. Right. So don't be afraid to make mistakes. You're going to make them. Get over it. Tough shit. You're going to have to redo things. Tough shit. You're going to not make money for a long time. Tough shit. If you're doing this for money. Tough shit. Tough shit. You're, you should start looking for something else. Because there's not a lot, of, there's money not a lot of money. And if, where, where there is, that person or group of people worked very, very hard to get there. If you're willing to do the same, it's there for grabs. And if you're not, and you're the type of person that's going to quit when it gets hard, um, you should probably not try to be an entrepreneur. Yeah. And I think um, the hard work, stressing, like the, the, the sacrifices and the hard work and the sleepless nights, like, I feel like it, it becomes, it, we've said it so many times on this podcast, like it's all, we're all in like show number six, show number five, something like that. And like, if you go back and listen, everybody was like, I don't sleep or That's true. I, I'm up late or like, you know, if I give up a lot of most shit, nights, like I don't really have a lot of fun anymore. Yeah. You know, like most nights I wait for my wife to go to sleep or get, you know, you already know when you're, you know, she has a rhythm. I, she knows you're going to go to sleep. I'm going go to go studio, to the studio. Yeah. That's just how it goes. And right. you know, that's why it takes. A support system. That's mm-hmm. why it takes. If you have a girlfriend that's jealous and wants your time desperately, Dump good her. luck. <laughs> good luck. Her. If you have somebody that's not gonna, you know, willing to make the sacrifices with you, because my wife is making the sacrifices with me. I'm here now. Obviously, right. I'm in studios all night. And she's not here watching and you. And she's not here you're trying to hug up with the engineer right. or something. That takes that takes sacrifice and trust on her yeah, part. Yeah, so yeah. it's not just me. 
Yeah, and honestly, like even when I don't have events, I'm I'm still going out to like I'm I'm going whether you to, whether you feel like it or not, trying to find that new venue, trying to find that new group of artists, trying spending to, money, investing, spending money that I shouldn't be that I don't have spending money I, I don't have. I think that's probably the biggest one is investing, and that word right because if, people think like. An investment is like, oh, I'm going to buy an investment property or no. I'm going to invest an investment, into this stock right. or I'm going to like – this no. is something that's – I'm going to see a return in a year no, of double no, no, my money. No, that's an investment. That. It's like, none of that. No, an investment in an entrepreneur sense is you're throwing out money with a plan and a strategy and you're hoping that it executes well and it turns into money in the future because it's not going to turn into the money into money next week, next month, next year. It's not. And I think it actually it, honestly as someone who's done both, it kind of equates to education in that way because like I took yeah. a bunch of loans out yeah. and did it took a bunch of classes that I had no idea if they were going to do anything for me. I was just hoping you were investing. I was investing time and money into these degrees who, which I was hoping was going to one day pay off with some job or something. Right. And that was the investment. It was like, at the time, broke, fucking top ramen that, that didn't all mean the time. you had a guaranteed yeah. job. No, that no, didn't no, mean no, you had not. a guaranteed salary. That didn't mean you knew for sure you were going to be able to retire at 50. That didn't mean anything. No, I was sharing a room with three <laughs> dudes and we had one shower. Like, and I was fucking Don't eating. Don't want to hear about that. And I was Thank eating you. fucking, <laughs> I was eating garbage every night. You know, like, yeah, fast food. Yeah. Sacrifice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, I had no idea what the fuck I was doing or whether or not I was going to pay off. And it's kind of similar right now. Like, yeah. I wouldn't say I know complete. Like, I, I, I can never 100% say I know exactly what I'm doing. And here is the step-by-step plan to make never. my first million dollars. Like, it doesn't, I don't think anybody does. It doesn't work that way. But, like, you still have to, like, kind of have a vague idea of the direction you want to go. And, and be that's where the to, research comes that's in. That's where you pour in time and money into money. that like vague direction and then and be it like clearing up a little bit and then you're like limber enough to and you fail a few times and you, you change you know you juke you change directions yes. you zig you zag yeah i mean it, i can't stress it enough invest in yourself if you're not okay with being broke this, this probably is not the life for you. for you yeah this is not for you if you need shoes, if you need certain bags, if you need to go out every weekend, if you have a set standard of living that you are not willing to give up, do not pursue and see, anything I think, near this. I think that's where I benefited because I never really had style. We've both kind of been like, you know, I, this is the same. I, I wouldn't say you don't have style. I'm just saying we don't I, care about brands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Dickies. <laughs> I like Dickies. <laughs> like, that's my brand, dog. Dickies and Vans. Like, those, those are my brands. That's a bar. Ma- mainly because they're uh, affordable. And they last. And they last. They last. These these shorts, I've literally had them since high school. Like they're probably the don't, same. Don't one. say that again. Okay. They have holes in them in places <laughs> where I used to sit in. Yeah. Don't don't. But yeah. I mean, I literally wear. I have three pairs of black slip-on vans. Like you're, I'm you're on digging the, the hole. Stop. I'm on my Einstein <laughs> shit. Like I have like three pairs you know of what, shoes though? right next to each other. I got all my dicky shorts right next to each other, and I got all my fucking my my shirts. Like it's all the same. Like eventually, it's all gonna be my does, own clothes. Does your closet look like very plain? Because mine does. It's just jeans, black plain shirts, and white plain shirts. Why 
perform at like events sometimes where I'd be dressed up. So I have one side where it's like <laughs> suits and, sh- and colored shirts, and but the other side is just like the same shit, like over and over All again, different colors. One, yeah, two, three shades. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then I have some like outrage. Like I got some lavender, I got some red, like some button downs. They don't fit anymore, you know, because I'm kind of began to blow up in certain ways. In the center region. Yeah, yeah. Like my buttons feel like they want to pop off and shit. I think it's because you were a stripper in another life, but I mean, uh, whatever. I mean, why do you have to bring up my old shit? But, but back, back, plunger back to this. ass fool, bringing up old shit because I used to pop it for money. What? There's nothing wrong with that. There's not. There's nothing There's, wrong with that. I was not slut shaming you, bro. I, I was not slut shaming. I'm all about sex work, man. Shit, we could get it oldest, out of the dark. Oldest entrepreneurs on the planet. I'm, just, I, I'm just saying. Hey, man. Honestly, it's this is. You know what? Since we touched on it, I'm just. I know we were joking, but I feel like I have to. The, the socially conscious MC in me has to come out and say, um, "Dude, sex work needs to stop being part of prohibition." We obviously found out whenever you probe, like whenever you try to do prohibition or anything, you push into the black market. It becomes more dangerous, less regulated, and honestly, like. There's a lot of people on the world who do not look as handsome as us two sitting right here, do not have the social skills that we have to be able to, uh, you know, procure, a, procure, procure a partner uh-huh. in in the sexual sense. And there's a whole market out there of people who just need to pay to get touched. And there's nothing like wrong with that, except that it's criminal and there's a stigma. And I would say that the wrong thing with that is that there's a lot of women that end up getting killed and hurt and right. abused because there is no regulation. Right, because, because it's in the dark. No, because it's, because the, it's the, the black market. Because the gangs are doing it. Because the mobs are doing or it. Who, because the, the pimps, pimps whoever, are doing it. Yeah. Because they don't have establishments and centers Absolutely. that are like tested and clean. And they have like boards of directors who get to like quality assurance and health and safety. I don't know. We've been on a lot of tangents. I'm going to bring okay. it back over Fuck time. Uh, we're down to our last bit of the show. I want you to just wrap up with um, any producers or engineers out there who are listening, who are just getting started. If you have if you have anything that you would have told yourself when you were getting started that you wish someone would have told you, and, and just tell them where they could find your music, where they could find your beats, where you're at online. And if anybody wants to work with you or, you know, any of that stuff, just wrap it up. All right, so we'll start up with uh, any producers out there. My advice would be do not procrastinate. Do not wait. Do not tell yourself you're not good enough. Do not tell yourself you don't have what it takes. Do not listen to somebody trying to dull your shine. If you feel a passion, if you feel the greatest you feel whenever you're doing whatever it is you love to do, then pursue that. Pursue it right away. Pursue it with a passion. Make the sacrifices. Don't pursue it and have somebody else carry the weight for you. Grind. Be broke. Be stressed. Be depressed. Be worried. Go through all the motions of failing and learning and researching and executing so that you can Basically, just feel accomplished when you get to where you're going. You're never going to get anywhere if you're following somebody else's dream or somebody else's direction. You know what you want to do. Um, so that, that's coming from a place because I waited, I, in my opinion, a little too long to, change, to, to decide that and that's start what making I the changes and to start going the, yeah the day to day doing the research and start making those because even if you're doing it like yeah. a little bit at a time in the background it's on your off confusing. time when you have like. 
you might work a nine to five, you might have a whole life and you're doing this music thing on the side, but as long as you're making progress and you're putting in that time on the side, it doesn't have to be your main thing right away. Like, I think you even said you waited until you had some shit figured out before you took that last step. You had the LLC. And it's terrifying. It's terrifying. It it feels like you're at the edge of a cliff and it's like, are you going to jump? Are you going to find out if you have what it takes? And that's the moment. You know, that's the moment that separates the people that are going to do it and the people that are going to be like, oh, you know, you know give, tell themselves another reason I'm not to do it. I'm going to go work at Starbucks instead. Yeah. It's like, it's more convenient. Right. Yeah. Um, so that that's pretty much it. But you can catch me at Sesh Studio on IG, seshstudio.net, if you want to check out some of my music. Um, I'm collaborating with uh, local musicians. Um, I'm working with Chorizo. This is a trumpet player for a band called Ocho Calacas coming up. Anybody that's local in L.A., you want to work with me, you like my shit, you want to collaborate, you want to grow as an artist, or if you want somebody that can kind of bring your vision to life, hit me up. We'll work on it. I put a lot of love into what I do. Um, I'm patient, and uh, I've got the skills to make it happen. Holla. All right. You heard it from the man himself. Uh Tomorrow, I will be doing an interview on Late Night in East Los Angeles with my boy Quetzal. He was actually supposed to be here Cute. today to uh, to promote the show, but he owns his own boutique, and he couldn't get out in time, and I didn't want to like run the risk of having a late show, um, so I told him I'd promote it. We're going to be out there. I don't have any of the information or links. <laughs> uh, he did not send them to me, but... If you follow me online at official sneaky or at sneaky ENT, that's S H N E A K Y E N T. Um, I'll be posting everything up on either my story or as a photo. Uh, I'm not really. I I've seen the format of his show. He usually has people perform and stuff out there. So I don't know if I'm gonna be doing a performance. I don't know if it's gonna be strictly interview. I think it's like a mixture of both. So get ready to hear some raps. Get ready to hear some truth. Um, it should be a great in time uh Quetzal is another one of those people he does the East Los Art Walk he's very active in his community like and I'm I'm gonna try to get him to close his shop early one day on one Monday so he can come out and chat it up about everything he's doing because uh I'm just gonna wait you're gonna have to wait to hear that one he's a very interesting cat um this Friday Catch me at the Redwood Room. I'll be celebrating my birthday. I've put together, yes, I'm celebrating it every weekend in the month. It's called the Birthday Circuit. Woo-woo, 2018. We're doing it. Um, Redwood Room. I put together a pretty legit lineup. Uh, my, uh, dude, this dude, Casper, has been in the game. He runs it. He has. Uh, he hosts his own, the Mr. Chow Show. Uh, pretty big deal. Uh, Echo, who's gone to Germany and performed at giant festivals. Uh, yeah, putting uh, work. Face and Barlos, the homies that do hip hops, they're gonna be on it. Um, they're actually gonna be at Dash Radio before and gonna come perform right after. So they're gonna give a shout out on the radio. Um, and then I have a bunch of like my local HP cats, Demise, Destro, um, Maywood local. Well, he's not really in Maywood, but he grew up in this area. He moved away. He's coming back. Chris, uh, just a lot of dope lineups. My boy Dace, fucking DJ Oceans. He's actually gonna be DJing in the bar room all night. He like he always brings dope vibes. He usually plays in between sets, but you know I'm trying to make it a full party. I want to get the full uh, venue involved, so he's gonna be playing all night in the bar room. We're gonna be on the patio. We're gonna be blazing, listening to hip hop. It's gonna be a great night. 
Uh, I'm going to be taking photos. I may or may not. No, I'm just kidding. I'm going to have super new merch for y'all, new stickers, new shirts. I'm going to be pumping out a bunch of new stuff, new giveaways. You know, I'm a king, and kings always give out gifts on their birthdays. That's just how you know that we're kings because we got shit to give away. <laughs> that's how we do it. That's, where I come. that's the culture. Nah, but seriously, ancient shit. Get with it. Um, I'm giving out shit. I'm selling shit. I'm trying to fund my dreams. I'm trying to be an entrepreneur. That's right. I'm trying to celebrate life, love, and verse. I'm trying to create a thriving entertainment culture in Southeast LA that is driven by the people in that region, performing there, using venues there, bringing business into there, and just showing how valuable uh, we are as a culture, as a community. Um, so far, like bygone are the days where you used to have to drive to Hollywood or you used to have to drive to downtown or you used to have to spend money to go to see art outside of your community. We're bringing it to our community. We're taking back these spaces. And um, I have a little time to talk about the LA River Fest because I just came from a planning meeting and it's a super inspirational thing that's going on right now. And um, every time it gets better. So there's a politician, um, Speaker Rendon, who is really adamant about trying to activate the LA River. From those of you from the hood, if you know from basically Maywood to or Vernon to Long Beach, you can take the riverbed all the way to the beach. And if you've ever done it, you know that sometimes there's crackheads out there, yep. there's homeless people out there, there's there's people that are living there. But at the same time, you see families, you see people walking their dogs, kids. you see riding their bikes, you see kids. There's a bunch of parks along the way. So it's kind of like, I always thought of it as a freeway for people. You can literally get yeah. across the county on a bike or a moped or whatever, stop off at all these parks, see all this nature. And um, they're trying to activate it. They want it to be better. They want it to, they want, they're trying to do beautification. They want to plant trees. They want to do murals. And one of the ways that we as a community are trying to take back that space is by throwing a festival there. And it's actually going to be funded by the county. It's going to have support from the county. And um, they're actually reaching out to the community to give our input. So I was at a meeting. Chances are I'm going to DJ. If not, we're going to be cultivating local artists, local vendors. If my vision will happen, if I can make my, my present felt, it's going to be a South East LA festival done by the people in LA and that's what this whole dream is about that's why I do events that's why I, I try to book local artists that's why I have this fucking radio show that's the, that's what I told them when I auditioned for the show they fucked with the vision all the guests fucks with the vision that's right. and I'm happy to be supported by all the people you know have reached out to me and have told me that I'm an inspiration or to keep my head up or that you know bad decisions don't make a person I I I love y'all, and I don't think I'd be doing all this stuff without that support system. And I know I say it every time, if you don't have those people, go find those people. Yep. Find your communities, find your spaces, make it happen. I'll see you next week and every Monday, unless it's a holiday, from 8 to 9, right here on the After Party. Recognition and respect with your boy, Ryan Renee, a.k.a. Sneaky. Brittany Love, take us out. All right, all right. Fuck's with you still.